Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts out there. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor, but still want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, to name a few. Perfect for enjoying with family or friends and taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Before we start, please check out our new podcast, Good Sleep. Have you ever noticed how a calm mind can really set the stage for a good night's sleep? That's the idea behind our new podcast, Good Sleep. Greg, our host from Optimal Relationships Daily, is here to help ease you into a peaceful night's rest with some positive affirmations. And these affirmations aren't just comforting, they can help ease anxiety and nurture positive thoughts, setting you up for true good sleep. So press play on good sleep tonight because a good tomorrow starts with a good night's sleep. Just search for good sleep in your podcast app and be sure to pick the one from Optimal Living Daily. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2837, How to Detangle Your Productivity and Self-Worth by Erica Lane of ericolane.co. And I'm Justin Mollick. And we get right to it today and start optimizing your life. How to Detangle Your Productivity and Self-Worth by Erica Lane of ericolane.co. I grew up with three siblings and four double cousins. My dad and my uncle, who were brothers, happened to marry a pair of sisters, my mom and my aunt. And each couple then had four kids. It was awesome growing up because it meant that my cousins and I had the same extended family on both sides. We had the same grandparents and were at all the same family reunions. I swear I was 10 before I realized that my other cousins had different cousins than I did. As kids on one side of the family, we often heard the family motto, Williams are workers. On the other side, we come from a long line of incredible hostesses. Gathering after family gathering, year after year, we watched our moms and aunts and grandma cook dinner, serve dinner, and clean up dinner. They're the kind of women who offer you something to drink the moment you come in and offer you candy or pie or the seat closest to the fire until the moment you leave. Meal prep often started days before a family gathering, and my mom, aunt, and grandma barely sat down until every dish had been washed. If you looked around the house after the last guest had finally been hugged goodbye, you barely even know that 25 people had been there most of the day. These women I come from, they thought of it all. So naturally, that desire to keep moving and tending and serving is in my blood. I remember especially in my early years of being married that if my husband walked into the house from work and found me sitting down, I'd feel this deeply held impulse to jump up and look busy. I still feel it sometimes, but I fight it because I believe in rest. I'm coming to believe that my worth isn't based on my productivity. My worth just is, it's inherent. 
as I share my story, I hope you're internalizing this message too. Your worth has nothing to do with the state of your to-do list. It has nothing to do with your productivity. If you get nothing done today, you'll be just as valuable of a human being as you would be if you conducted a board meeting, rescued a kitten, and crossed every last item off that to-do list. Your worth has nothing to do with how much you get done. Three dangers of valuing productivity over everything else. Number one, productivity is never finished. It's an endless loop. A to-do list grows as fast as it shrinks. When you hold productivity up as your highest value, it's never satisfied and there's a cost for that. Number two, overvaluing productivity depletes your reserves and inhibits your engagement with your life. The first thing to fly out the window when I become hyper-focused on productivity is my ability to engage at a heart level with my husband and kids, neighbors and friends. The to-dos feel large and looming. Pausing long enough to live in the moment seems like a luxury I can't afford. On my better days, I know this isn't true and that living in the moment is, in reality, exactly what I want to make time for. Operating on empty blinds us to the beauty around us. I believe you're meant to live from a place of fullness. And number three, lapses in your productivity may trigger shame. Have you or someone you love ever been forced to slow down? So many things can bring life to a giant halt, a job layoff, bed rest, a car accident, a health diagnosis. I once slipped in a puddle while carrying a baby inside my belly and a toddler on my hip. The stroller I'd been lightly pushing went down hard as I scrambled to keep my baby safe while we fell. I remember looking at that stroller, turned on its side, one wheel spinning in the air as I sucked in a shallow breath of air after landing with all of our weight onto my right knee. Thankfully, both of my little ones were safe, but my knee was no longer whole. I didn't know it in that moment, but my kneecap had broken clean into two. The craziest thing is, I didn't ask for help and I barely slowed down. I did my very best to carry on as if life were normal, despite the fact that my knee looked like a grapefruit left too long on the tree. If you're forced to slow down but have your self-worth tangled up with your productivity, it's gonna be a million times harder to accept a season of rest. Worse yet, there's a good chance that your reduced output will trigger feelings of shame. Brene Brown defines shame as the intensely painful experience of believing that you're flawed and therefore unworthy. For example, the thought that if you can't maintain your typical productivity, if you can't measure up to the standard in your own head, you are less valuable of a person. I know you can see the danger in that. There are a hundred values you could choose to prioritize over productivity, but today I wanna share three of my favorites. Three values you may choose to hold up instead. Number one, hard work. I think there's a subtle but significant difference between hard work and productivity. Hard work doesn't come with a stipulation of continuousness. You can work hard and then relax after a job well done. Do you know exactly what you value? When you know your values, you can give your best energy to the things that matter most and let lesser priorities slip away guilt-free. Number two, whimsy and wonder. Or in other words, engagement with your life. Living with your heart and eyes wide open, looking for wonder wherever you can find it, is one of the greatest benefits of not overvaluing productivity. 
Presence is a gift we can give to ourselves and the people we love. And number three, your self-worth. Not long ago, I sat on a sofa across from my therapist. She hugged a cup of steaming coffee with her hands and probed my soul with her eyes. If you've been on a couch like that, you get what I mean. It's hard for me to play, I said. It's hard for me to let go. It's hard for me to let go of my control over a clean house, polite children, inbox zero, homework that is fully filled out and lovingly corrected by yours truly and a thousand other things. But I know when I pull back a few layers that my worth isn't based on results. It isn't based on how efficiently I can write a podcast episode or make dinner for five. It's not based on how quickly I can move or how thoroughly I can wear myself out. My worth just is, and yours is too. You just listened to the post titled How to Detangle Your Productivity and Self-Worth by Erica Lane of ericalane.co. Thank you to Erica. This has been a recurring theme here and there, but an important one, I think, because if you're anything like me, you're always striving to level up, increase productivity, make more money even, etc. And not that that's a bad thing. Leveling up is great, but what Erica brings up, that is basing our self-worth off of that, or feeling bad or guilty if we have a day of rest, is probably where it starts to go the other direction and work against us. And again, I'm definitely not immune to this myself. Whether it's staring at the number of listens on this show and desperately trying to increase it, getting farther ahead on my work, trying to come up with new ideas, all of that is constantly at the top of my mind for me, so I get it. But at the same time, I agree, it can take away from other areas of life. Those moments that are more precious and simply just need to be enjoyed as they are without worrying about productivity in the background and all these other things. If we're not pausing for those special moments, they'll fly right by and we'll miss them. So thank you to Erica for the reminder. Thank you for being here. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.